is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and today we're going to talk about motivation. We're going to talk about what motivation is, how to get it, how to stay motivated, all these great things, and I have a fun fact for you. This is actually going to be a two-part episode, so I'm going to give you my best tips in this episode And then I'm going to give you more best tips in the next episode. So the first thing I want to start with is like actually defining the word motivation because it's kind of thrown around a lot. Oh, I'm just not motivated. I just, you know, I just, I can't get any motivation. I can't motivate myself. Um, And I think a lot of times when people say that they're thinking that motivation is like enthusiasm, just like, you know, bouncing off the walls, like you know, like on seven coffees, just like, like the aerobics instructor instructor from like the 1980s is just so motivated. And we think like, oh man, I'm not that high energy. I must not be motivated, but I am a low energy kind of person. And so if that's what motivation was, motivation was like enthusiasm and jumping up and down with so much excitement. If that's what motivation was, I would be Plain out of luck because it's just not me and I have no aspiration for that to be me. So let's start with like understanding what motivation is and what it is not. Motivation is not necessarily, it's not necessarily enthusiasm. You might not ever be jumping up and down um, super excited for this thing. Um, motivation, um, oh, you might not ever, never actually want to do the thing. So like uh, the wants, wants and needs, you might not actually want to do the thing but you might need to do the thing. Um, And uh, you, the, you need to do the thing because you want the internal change that the thing brings. Um, I'm going to go through an example of all of this. Don't worry. Um, I also think that it's important to think about pain and pleasure. So the two big motivating factors, like if we look at anything, it's pain and pleasure. I don't want to feel blank. That's pain. I want to get away from that pain and pleasure. I I want to feel blank. Right. Okay, cool. If I don't do this thing, I will feel this pain. If I do this thing, all right, I get to feel this pleasure. I get to feel this positive emotion. I get to say this kind thing to myself about myself. Um, And I always like to connect it back to aspirational identity. Right, right, right. If I do this thing, I get to get in a rep. Um, I get to get in some evidence that I am being that person. Um, so let me go through some examples so we make sense of what the heck I'm even talking about here. Um, okay, so running. <laughs> hey, I have a running podcast. Have you ever heard of it? Okay. So when I started running in 2014, mm, I the it, it really could have been anything that I had started. Um, but the reason I started running, my, my reason for starting the behavior was I was sick and tired of feeling um, discouraged with myself, disappointed in myself. I was about to turn 30 and I felt like my life was just kind of staying stuck. I was uh, not in a job that I liked. I actually really hated my job. Um, I was living with my boyfriend for several years and It was a committed relationship, but it was not uh, moving forward in the direction of like marriage. So, you know, I go on Facebook and see like, so, you know, Susie's married and has three kids and a master's degree and is like, you know, the top of the corporate ladder. And I was like, oh, great. Like, I don't like my job. 
Uh, I'm not married. Uh, we live in like a studio apartment. I don't really have anything going for me. So my motivation when I started running was really to like start moving my life forward, start getting something together, like, have something for myself. Um, I was so like sick and tired at the end of the school day. Um, I didn't have anything for myself. So my motivation, I wanted to get away from the pain of feeling blah about life and blah about myself. Is that, that's a, that's an academic word, right? Blah. But that was, that was my motivation. Was I super enthusiastic about running? Um, no, <laughs> like I, like I didn't, I didn't have anything, uh, perfect. I did not have running shoes. I had like shoes from like Kohl's. I had like Kohl's cash that I had bought these shoes with and, you know, like a 30% off discount. Um, these were not running shoes. I didn't have running clothes. I was not like a real runner, quote, real, real runner. Um, and there used, there was some like, oh, like, I don't really want to have to go. It's like cold in Chicago. Right. So there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm, but I knew that I needed to change. Um, I needed that internal change. I needed something for me. If I didn't do this thing, it was going to be more of the same crap. And I was sick and tired of that. So the motivation for running wasn't actually about running, which is why like this is a running podcast, but it's also not really a running podcast, you know, that thing. Um, it wasn't ever, it wasn't ever about running. It's, it was never about running. It was about me doing something for me and proving to myself that I can follow through on things, that I can move my life forward, right? So running was just the vehicle for that internal shift. That's it. But it could have been anything. Like it could have been yoga. It could have been on um, boxing. It could have been, I have no idea. It was running because running was like so cheap uh, and it didn't cost any money to go running. Um, so that's, I mean, that was like why I became a runner. I was so sick and tired of feeling blah. I wanted to feel accomplished. I wanted to feel satisfied with myself. And it did. It was like, oh, cool. That aspirational identity. Like, oh, I guess, you know, I can be a runner. I can, I can be someone who like does this thing. So that was my motivation for running. Okay. Pain, pleasure, aspirational identity. Let's talk about, oh, this is a good one. Leaving the house today. Um, the, the past few days I have felt, I don't know, this whole pandemic thing, not ending. It's like still going on and it's gross here in Chicago. It's cold. Um, it snowed. The snow is going to be here for a while. I'm sick of it. Like I am so sick and tired of being at home. I'm sick and tired of all of these things. And I was like, I started looking up, I started Googling, like, where could we go that's warm? And it's like, oh, right. It's like Texas or Florida. We cannot make that trip with our pups. She can't be in the car that long. Um, cool. We have to stay put. Like this is we're just going to have to stay put in Chicago. But also, I need an internal change. I need something to change because I am not feeling good. And I can feel like this is actually why like CBT is so important. It's like I, I'm starting to notice like this isn't feeling good. You need to do something because if you don't do something, this is going to get worse and you're going to fall into that hole. So here's your warning signal. Do something about this. So it's like pain. Ugh. I don't want to feel blah. That, that's such a good word. I don't want to feel blah anymore. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to feel stuck. I don't want to feel isolated, right? I want to, I need some adventure, right? Okay. Uh, all right. If I leave the house, because I hadn't left the house, or I hadn't really left the neighborhood very much. If I leave the house and I go somewhere and I do something, I will feel excited. I will feel 
Um, I mean, just some of that novelty, I'll feel like, like I'm doing something. There's something different. Really was like looking for that novelty, that just like that excitement, that spark of joy. I needed something that was not the same shit that we've been doing over and over and over again the last 10 months, right? So the thing I did was I got into my car. I drove about five minutes to a different neighborhood um, and I parked my car and I had my snow boots on and my coat on and I went for a walk in a different neighborhood. That's it. Um, and there was a lot of snow still. So I had like, my heart rate got up. Cause I'm like, hi- like go, I'm say hiking. It's Chicago. It's flat, but I'm like hiking through the, these few inches of snow and just seeing different buildings. Like if you're, I mean, I'm sure it's like this in a lot of cities, but like you go into a different neighborhood and it's like the architecture is just so completely different. And that's what happened. I was in a different neighborhood. The architecture is different. I ended up seeing this like giant tree that looks like a slingshot. It was like an an old tree that was dying that they put like a rope on it. And it's like this, this tree that the sculpture is really cool. Right. So the internal shift that I got or the internal change, I went from feeling blah to feeling wah, that that was so lame. I went from feeling gross to feeling good. That like those two words, good, not gross, good, not gross. I was tired of feeling gross and I wanted to feel good. And the walk was the thing that got me there. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times that pain needs to be pretty, pretty bad in order for you to decide, I need to make a change. I need to do something. Now, notice also the action that I took was not, hey, Jacqueline, you're going to drive to downtown Chicago. It's going to take you 40 minutes. You're going to have to look for parking. You're going to have to pay for parking. Um, You know, like, no, it was like, you're going to drive five minutes. That's it. So we're actually, I'm going to talk more about this in that next episode. That's going to help with your motivation, making sure that you have an easy plan. But um, I was not like super enthusiastic about uh, doing any of this. I just knew you can no longer be in the house for the next, for the whole day. You need to leave the house. You cannot, um, you value yourself and you value self-care and you know what happens if you don't do this thing. So go do this thing. Um, Ooh, fun. (laughs) Here's another fun one. Um, so as I am getting into my car, so today is Wednesday as I'm recording this, uh, it snowed, I think Monday night and Tuesday, and we didn't drive the car car at all on Tuesday. And so there was like all this snow up on the car and it was like, I don't want to have to, um, I don't want to have to scrape all this snow, but I do want to be able to go on my trip, right? Ugh, I don't want to have to like deal with this frustration. But also if I don't deal with this frustration, then I have to be in the house and I'm going to feel gross again. So I am going to scrape this thing and I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go because I want to be that active person. I want to be that person who takes care of themselves during the winter. Um, oh, another one. Uh, tracking money. This is something that popped up that I started doing last year and I had attempted it. Um, actually this would be a great example of like why the plan needs to be easy. I had attempted using Dave Ramsey's system with his app. Um, I attempted YNAB, um, and there was something else that I tried using that was similar to YNAB. Um, but technology, like I, it's just, it's a lot for me to like process and I get really frustrated very easily. So I was like, cool, you need a simpler system and that, you know, maybe that's something that you can work up towards, but you just need something, you need something 
anything right now instead of waiting until this perfect time that you were able to figure out this complicated system. So tracking money, the reason I started tracking money was because, um, I was so sick and tired of my money being a mess. I was sick and tired of tax season being really stressful. I was sick and tired of like being confused, um, of, you know, like when things like just different transactions, um, on my 8 million different bank accounts, I was just like, ah, I, I need, I want this shift. I no longer want to feel gross. I no want to no longer want to feel discouraged or disappointed in myself or just like a mess. I I really feel like blah, gross and blah. I did not want to feel blah. Like just what's even happening with money. I'm, you know, I'm, um, I don't know what's happening with, I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to know what money is coming in, what money is going out. I want to know that when I make a purchase with my credit card or I make a purchase with cash, that I'm being mindful and purposeful and intentional about those decisions. And I'm actually thinking about my worth or my, um, my money and my, I mean, my worth, my, the money that that's in my bank accounts and making sure that I am building wealth. And it's not just trickling away with like $6 purchases or like dropping a grand on a phone Um, or just like stupid clothes purchases. I just want to make sure when I make a purchase that I feel good about it. I feel good, not gross, right? So um, aspirational identity, feeling uh, an organized person, just someone confident who knows what's happening with their money, someone who's increasing their wealth. Um, Do I want to track money? No, I don't. I wish, I wish that all, like I wish I did not have to have have to do these things. I just wish it magically was done for me. Um, but it, it's not. And that ha- that's that adult thing. Like, hey, you, you know, you're going to get your life together. You're going to have to do this thing. So I don't want to have to sit there and go through my credit cards and my, my uh, you know, my debit card, go through all my bank accounts and just like, track everything. I don't want to have to do that, but I want that reward. I want the internal shift. I want to feel secure about my money. So I'm going to have a simple process so that I can follow through with these steps and I get to feel secure. So I still get that reward of feeling secure, confident, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the last one, let's talk about this podcast. So, um, if you're watching the video or you're listening to the podcast, um, this came about because I was sick and tired of, not feeling consistent, feeling really inconsistent, feeling like sporadic. And I know those aren't emotions, but just feeling, I mean, I guess disappointed, discouraged with myself, gross, blah. Um, quest, like there was a lot of questioning, like, are you going to do it? Are you not going to do it? That would constantly pop up. Um, I felt like I also was just really confused. I worked with several different business coaches online and I've tried different things that people have said, but it's like, I'm a one woman show. I don't have, um, a staff. I, you know, like I need to figure out like, cool, that works for Susie. Cause she has people that work for her. I don't have people that work for me. So I need to figure out a system that works for me. But, um, going back to, um, I don't want to feel blah anymore. I'd like to feel like I'm moving ahead. I'd like to feel um, consistent, confident, pleased with myself, satisfied with myself, um, aspirational identity. Like I want to, I mean that I want to be someone who's consistent, someone who joyfully and consistently shows up in their business. And in me showing up in my business, because I have an online business, the way that I show up in my business, um, besides working with my clients every day is I need to, 
um, put value into the world. I put value into the world by showing up online, uh, by creating podcasts, by creating videos. I needed a simple system. I needed a simple system. Again, we'll talk about more about this on the, the next episode about motivation, but I needed a simple system because my overcomplicated systems were not working. It wasn't happening consistently. It was happening very sporadically. And so the simple system I came up with is Look at the look at the question that you're going to answer. Go into your Facebook group, record a Facebook live. Yeah, the the sound quality of like the last 20 um, podcasts have not been that great because they've been Facebook lives instead of using um, a microphone. Um, and then the sound quality with Facebook, but it was like doing that, having that system in place, got me going. It started building this momentum. Um, it started like, okay, cool. Here's the process. It's a little bit simpler or it's, it's, um, easy. You're, you're able to follow through with this. Uh, it's smoother. Right. Um, and so that was the thing that I needed to do to get myself going. Um, my, my plan, my plan is to keep creating, uh, these episodes. So what I've been doing is recording a video. Now I'm recording it on Zoom and then just uploading it to the Facebook group and then taking the audio and making a podcast so that it can reach different audiences. Um, but yeah, where am I going with this? Um, but that was the simple system that I needed to implement. It wasn't perfect. Uh, I have yet to record <laughs> a perfect podcast or a perfect um video, but that's the thing that got me going. And so I have talked about like imperfect consistency. I have been consistent with these things. I have definitely gotten away from those gross icky feelings and moved closer to the, the positive emotions, the positive, um, the positive things. So that's good. Um, and yeah, I get to keep putting in a rep in for that aspirational identity. So those are my tips for episode one on motivation. And the next one, we're going to go a little bit more into um, decreasing on your expectations, um, decreasing the standards a little bit, which I know is going to be hard for you people who are perfectionists. You want it to look a certain way. Um, We're going to go into this a little bit more on that episode. It's going to be good. (laughs) Stay tuned. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about your aspirational identity. You've been hearing me talk about aspirational identity for the last month. If you have not picked an aspirational identity, pick one, get one. Um, And you don't need just one. It's actually great to diversify your aspirational identities. Um, You know, for my business, it's the type of person who shows up joyfully and consistently in her business. For my body, it's a person who is active, who is consistently active on, you know, for my self-care, it's someone who takes care of themselves, right? So I have several different aspirational identities. They're all, they're all kind of similar. Um, uh, yeah, they're all pretty similar. Um, I know sometimes my clients will come up with aspirational identities of being people who can set boundaries and enforce them or being the type of person that shows up for themselves. So think about the aspirational identity that you really want, because if you are struggling with your motivation, that is the thing that you're going to reflect back on like, oh yeah, I said I was, you know, I said I wanted to be an active person. Oh yeah. Like, I don't really want to have to do this thing. I don't want to have to go for the run, but that's right. I said that I want to be a consistent runner or I want to be the type of person who joyfully and consistently shows up. That's right. I no longer want to feel this pain. So I think that that's the big thing though. You have to, you have to pick an aspirational identity and write it down over and over and over and over again. So if you are struggling 
with your motivation. Stop thinking that motivation is enthusiasm. Stop thinking that you're going to someday magically want to do that thing, want to do that action. Pick an aspirational identity, um, but in the next episode, we'll go over simplifying your system. Let me know your aspirational identity. You can click the comments, click below in the comments, or you can send me an email at coachjacqueline at jacquelinerkio.com. Take care. I will see you in the next one. Bye.